Dreams do not have a filter that your normal, polite, waking self puts up. Welcome to the hidden meaning of dreams with Sweet Georgia Pam. It does matter what the dreamer themselves associates with those things that come up in the dream. Spiritual director, dream expert, author, and educator, Sweet Georgia Pam is here to remind us that dreams are the answer. They're always with you. They know you better than you know yourself, and they're always trying to tell you the truth. There's some back and forth here between you and some awareness. And now your host, Melissa Carter. SweetGeorgiaPam.com is the website to find Sweet Georgia Pam on social media. Guess what it is? Sweet Georgia Pam. That's pretty easy. Love the name. Uh, we have some things to tell you about on the website here in a few minutes, but we're going to dive into a dream. Pam, are you ready, my friend? Yes, ma'am. Ready? Let's yeah. go. All right. So this is from Anna Cares Too Much. That's oh. her online handle. I dreamt about a beautiful white wolf with hot pink hair on her head. She was trying to tell me something by looking at me, but I wasn't getting it. Then she picked up a stick with her mouth and dropped it. That's all I could remember. What does it mean? A great question. Okay. It occurs to me, Melissa. Yes. Before I jump in to my associations and my thinking to ask you in this dream, as you were reading it, oh, wow. did anything stand out? Like where, where, one of the questions I often ask is where's the, where's the highest energy? for you in this dream. So now I don't know if highest energy means what's most unique because the most unique thing to me was that hot pink hair on this white mm -hmm. wolf. Mm -hmm. The action of her picking up the stick and dropping it is also what came to mind. Like, mm -hmm. so those are the two things that the hair, the color of the hair and the actions the wolf was taking to try to get this dreamer's attention. Yeah. To try to get this dreamer's attention. Mm -hmm. I like that. See, you're already in that interpretive mind space. So I want to invite it's your our, fault. Our <laughs> <laughs> I will take the blame for that. I love that so much. Um, but so I want to invite our listeners to do the same thing as I'm talking. And as I'm kind of breaking this down with my interpretation and associations, I want you to follow your own thinking and see what else is coming up for you, because you might have some different ideas it would be equally as interesting and mm -hmm. metaphorical because you already started that. You said trying to get the dreamer's attention. Okay. So we have a white wolf. We're going to go into the symbolism of the color white and the symbolism of the animal, the wolf. And then we will, should we, hold please. No. Okay. Let's it's start with the hot pink hair. It's fun to watch your work. <laughs> I say that every time. I'm fascinated. <laughs> I wish it were more straightforward and clear. Well, it's almost like channeling. to come out. Well, it's almost like channeling. You're almost like channel, you know, because that's what I love about it is there's no preset meanings behind everything. I mean, there's, there's certain consistencies, it seems, but like what watching you work makes me, I think you're, you're, you're just kind of streaming this right like you're you're in you're being intuitive I mean that's yeah it is it is intuitive and and people when they start to work with their own dreams after you've worked with me for a little while you'll start to notice that you can do the same thing as well so we, when we do dream work we're actually tapping into your intuition as well as mine it's a training but what I've learned to do over the years is I'm I'm just watching that under layer of unconscious thoughts that rise up and they don't, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming. And usually I don't remember what I've said when I'm done. <laughs> but 
and that's why you're channeling, right? Because <laughs> yeah, people will be like, remember last week when you said, and I'm like, oh God, I have no, no idea how I responded last week. All right. So what I wanted to do is let's start with the hot pink hair. Okay. Because I like that. That's where the energy went for you. The first mm. thing that comes up for me is punk rocker. It's the first thing that I think of in order to get hot pink, a, you have to want to make a statement yeah. because that's not a natural color of hair. It's a natural color, I guess, of flowers. It's not a natural color. And it's for some reason for me, the hot pink, did you say is on the top of the wolf's head? Yes. Okay. All right. So it's up there where like a mohawk would be or something. Right. So that's what I'm. It's funny that you say that because that was my image when, she, when I read it is that it was, uh, it was, it was up. Was it really? Oh, wow. That wasn't, that wasn't what I got, but yeah, that's what came to me then punk rocker. So when I think of punk rocker, this is where I'm going with it. I think of uh, bucking the system of like rage against the machine Mm -hmm. of autonomy and a defiant statement. So already this wolf for the dreamer is coming in with a lot of personality outside of being a white wolf. Right. Also got this like adolescent, teenage, punk rocker. We will not be quiet about this. So that gives me a lot of interesting insight about this wolf in this dream. So I've got a punk rocker wolf, teenage wolf. And it just tries to get my attention by looking me in the eye first. Mm -hmm. I've stepped into the dream. That's why I said me. And the staring isn't enough. I don't understand. I don't understand what it means. When the wolf picks up the stick and drops it, do you know what that is for me? That Mm -hmm. is an invitation to play fetch. Oh, okay. That is, you take this stick and throw it for me and I will chase it and bring it back. That's an invitation to play. So I'm wondering, and I want to circle back around and talk about wolf as well, because animal symbolism is really, really big. And I think our listeners are probably chomping at the bit to hear. Absolutely. Yes. Not just about a wolf, but yeah, it was a wolf. They're a big deal. They're a big deal. Exactly. Right. Which I'm going to get there. But, but what I've got instead is an adolescent part of me or a part of me that really wants to make a strong statement against society or against the rules or against whatever system is in place that that isn't agreeing with this wolf. And it's inviting me to play with that energy. So I'm looking at my life and I'm going, where in my life do I need to like come out hot pink and play and fetch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which could be really interesting. And what I would hope for the dreamer is that they can right away think of something. Like that lines up when they go, you know, where? And they're like, actually... I have been feeling a little bit trapped or feeling a little bit like an adolescent in this area of my life. Okay. So then back to white and wolf white, usually in this instance would represent the, the idea of purity or innocence Mm -hmm. or enlightenment in, in a session, I would ask more questions about the environment. We don't have that. I'm picturing this white wolf for some reason on a mountain or in a, an Arctic landscape, but I think that's because it's a white wolf. I don't know if that's true for the dreamer. So that would inform a lot, but the white itself is purity and expanded consciousness and innocence, the innocence of a child. And the wolf is the huntress 
And she's also my animalistic instinctual self. And, oh, I got it. Hold on. And I see her howling at the moon. And when I think about that, I think about the inner divine feminine. So my inner divine feminine instinctual self has turned punk rocker and wants to play fetch. Wants to engage with me on a playful level. I want that dream. <laughs> I love it. You know, I just pulled something that's on my bulletin board in my office that this is not about dreams, but this is about, you know, what you just said. Again, what I love about Pam is that she'll interpret something. And I, I wouldn't have thought of any of that. This is a study where it says children laugh 200 times a day while the average adult only laughs four. <gasps> and I'll repeat that. According to a recent study, children laugh 200 times a day while an average adult only laughs four you know, when you have these dreams of restriction and like you said, the wolf inviting for playfulness and, you know, it just made me think, gosh, as an adult, how many times am I playful? And it's very rare. Yeah. And, and sidebar. Right. And I just want to tack onto that, this hot pink color. I'm going to, if I'm this dreamer, I'm going to look for the color hot pink to show up in my day or week. Mm-hmm. see if maybe that wolf is sending me a little a little signal to be like hey look over here this is that's where fun I'm- that's also fun you know is that something that you do with your dreams we'll get to the because i want to have a before we go we're going to talk about animals again we're going to focus on the animal aspect and dreams in a mm-hmm. second but when you just talk about looking for something in your waking world that came from your dream world Is that Mm -hmm. something that you consistently do? Or is that something that people can start thinking about doing for themselves? Even if it's just to be fun and just to play like, okay, this would be really cool if this showed up here. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. All the time. I was in a dream group the other night where three out of the, I don't know, seven of us had cats coming into the, like one of them had a new cat. The other one found a kitten. And, and so I went like, okay, where's the cat going to show up in my dreams now? because it's showing up in waking life in this really strong way. So dreams are a continuation of your thinking, right? So what you notice in dream space, you can also look for and notice in the waking space. And the symbolism can be the same. We can look for the significant color from a dream to show up in waking life, just like in this dream, because it's going to re-engage my playful, creative imagination. It's going to link my waking world back to this dream so that the dream can tell me more. I love it. All right, now back to animals. Mm-hmm. You know, we mentioned the wolf. Animals of any kind, how significant are they in your dreams? And and you know, again, I'm we're generalizing on symbolism because you know the whole point, as we'll mention it here in a second, is the one-on-one is really to deep dive and make it personal to you. But when people see animals in their dreams, what does that mean? Yeah, um, I think the first the first place that people like to go is to do the Googling what my dream means, because an animal is a really easy symbol to look up, right? We don't actually dream about animals that often. I can't tell you the last time I've dreamt about an animal. Yeah, they're easy for us to remember. They're interesting and, you know, we can find them in the outside world. So we really want to, we really get drawn into the animal symbolism. And there's a lot of content that's really valuable content out there about what these different animals symbolize. For me, they always are not always, nothing is always in a dream. For me, most of the time, they're going to be a trigger of my instinctual animalistic 
mind or the animalistic part of me. And then I look at the type of animal and the characteristics of the animal to help me understand what that animalistic part of me is trying to say, right? So with a wolf, it's what do you know about wolves? I know that they are, they run in packs. They are, hunt, the huntress came up right away for me and the howling at the moon came up right away for me. So those are the strongest associations to the wolf. So that's where I went with that interpretation of what a wolf represents. If it's a bumblebee, I think about birds and the bees. So I think about fertility. I think about the flowers. I think about the hive mentality. Mm -hmm. So if I had a bee in my dream, then the instinctual part of me is wanting me to use my hive mentality, or it's wanting me to remember my sense of fertility or creative inspiration, right? Things that I can birth into the world, people or creative projects. So all of the (laughs) animals, I almost said elephants because the elephant just jumped in my head. And then I was like, all the elephants, all of the the animals have their own associations because they have such unique character traits. So elephant, if that came up, I would think of what's the elephant in the room that I'm not talking about. Or I would think about elephants and storing, not storing things, but using their trunks. I would be like, what's in my trunk, right? It's a play on words. All of that with dream interpretation is, is that like, what are the, what are the metaphors that I use or have used in my language and my culture that associate with that animal? It reminds me of those games as a kid where you had to guess the word based on the pictures, like, I don't know what it's not Pictionary, but there were puzzles where there would be like, I don't know, different, different um, syllables or words were replaced with a picture and you had to guess it as a kid and then you could complete the sentence. Mm-hmm. And that's what dreams seem like working with you on this. That's what dreams seem to be, which is the dream necessarily can't just sit and talk with you verbally. So it's showing you these different scenes to try mm-hmm. to talk to you about whatever it is that either that is bubbling to the surface, whatever you're, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to heal yourself. Yeah. Your body's trying to help you. The, the, the other thing that I kind of want to add to about animals specifically is that animals are in a lot of fairy tales. So as kids were brought up with stories of animals, they kind of are a, are an integral part of our world mm-hmm. as we're growing up and learning about life lessons and morals and all of that. And so it makes sense that that animals are going to show up in our dreams as adults, because that's what we attach to learning, learning about sharing with the, you know, story of the three bears or golden. Right. I don't know if sharing was the moral of Goldilocks and the three bears, <laughs> but anyway, you get the idea. It was an invasive burglary is what that <laughs> fairy tale was about. <laughs> Depending on what, you as the dreamer have access to from your own past. Like maybe you studied mythology and there's a white wolf in the myth that plays an important role. And so your dreaming mind knows your associations, even if you've never thought of them before, Mm -hmm. your dreaming mind is showing you the wolf because it means something to you. So part of the dream interpretation and the play that I get to do is let's brainstorm and figure out what your own associations are to wolf in a dream, right? Because 
as soon as I look it up in a dictionary, I'm be like, oh, I missed that. Or, oh, I missed that. Or, you know, it's not about one interpretation. It's about the dreamer going, oh, that's what it means for them. A white wolf is going to mean something different for me than it does for the dreamer. That's why the one-on-ones are so important because the whole purpose of dreams is personal. So that's why dream dictionaries, they're useful, but they're not necessarily going to get you where you need to be. Pam can help you do that. SweetGeorgiaPam.com is the website. She's got a free downloadable guide to dream recall. She's also got a free half hour Zoom session she's offering. So why not take advantage of that? SweetGeorgiaPam.com. You can find her online, SweetGeorgiaPam on social media and on YouTube. We're on YouTube. You can see us talking about this. And so uh, in the comments, go ahead and you know let us know what you think or tell us about your dream. And we may use it on a future show. May have you on a future show. That'd be great. All right, Pam, my friend. Thank you as always. Sweet dreams, everybody. The content in this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Pam Muller is not a licensed mental health professional. If you or someone you know suffers from severe, persistent nightmares, please seek medical help.